Merry Christmas. It's a uh, six geese a laying day today. So uh, I hope your your geese are doing well on their nest, I guess. But more than just the six geese a laying, six day in the octave of Christmas, uh, yesterday and today in our gospel at Mass, we, we get the story of the presentation of the little child Jesus in the temple. <clears throat> Would have taken place about 40 days after he was born. His parents took him up to Jerusalem to present him in the temple as uh, was written in the law. Now, there are two great figures that stand out beyond Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. That is the holy priest Simeon, who ministers in the temple, and the prophetess Anna, who we read about today. Both Simeon and Anna have been, well, waiting for a long time for the coming of the Messiah. And we've talked that they're not alone. Of course, anyone who would have been a devout Jew and studied the scriptures would have known that the Messiah is coming. And according to the prophecy of Daniel, it would have even been within a few years' time of Jesus' coming. So people were expecting the coming of the Messiah, at least those who cared. Now we see that like Herod, when the Magi show up, don't even know that it's time or has to go ask where he's going to be born. So well, just because you're, you know, one of the, the Jewish people are surrounded by them doesn't necessarily mean you were looking for the Messiah. But for those who were devoutly religious, this is well, it's what they were looking for. They were waiting for a long time. We hear when Jesus is finally presented in the temple, well, Simeon sings that beautiful canticle that uh, we pray every night in the church's official liturgy, right before we go to bed. It's called the Nunc Dimittis, Now You Dismiss. Uh... Now, Lord, you let your servant go in peace. And, and why is, is Simeon now happy? He says, because your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. St. Luke tells us that Simeon had been told by God, revealed to him by the Spirit, that he would actually not die until he had seen the anointed, the Christ. Well, imagine his joy when he finally gets to hold the little child in his hands. And obviously, it seems through the Spirit, it was revealed to him that, in fact, this is the one. Now, what strikes me as a little interesting about this whole story is that, well, Simeon has been waiting and, and waiting for the, the Christ child to come, and, and now he's come, and, and now he's, he's ready to go. Kind of re reminds me of this tension that we have to have in the, the Christian life. On, on the one hand, we live our lives looking for heaven. We know that all the difficulties, struggles, sufferings in this life, none of them will be completely fixed in this life. You want perfect joy, perfect happiness, a life of no suffering, no mourning, no grief, just pure love forever? Well, that's heaven. You're never going to have all of that at the same time here on earth. So certainly Simeon would have been looking forward to that. But there is a sense in which he wanted to stay around in this world. Why? Why would he care to see the coming of the Messiah? Why not just, hey, get me out of here? Well, on the one hand, okay, heaven hadn't been opened yet exactly, so he, he wanted that. But it seems that Simeon, probably a little bit like all of us, he, he wanted to know for sure that God is faithful, that he keeps his word. Simeon waited his whole life, and his great joy uh, your word has been fulfilled. If there's a, a message at Christmas time, we look at all the prophets, everything that was foretold. Well, I think one of the great 
messages of Christmas is that God keeps his promises. His word has been fulfilled. Everything he prophesied through Isaiah, Daniel, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, all those great prophets, Micah, Malachi, it, it all comes true. Everything God promised, he does. If there's a, a certain longing in, in my heart these days, I think it's to experience more deeply that God is faithful to his promises. Now, in my head, I, I know this. Of course, God keeps his promises. But as you get older, I, I guess you start to wonder, like, well, how exactly? Save us from suffering? Mm, God still seems to allow a lot of suffering, doesn't he? So God's faithful, but I, I want to know, like, how is he going to do that? How is he going to be faithful? How is he going to fulfill his promises? There's still a lot that I'm hopeful for that I trust will happen, but I'm still waiting to see how God will do it. But I know I desire God more than anything, and I hope that's true of you. In the end, it comes down to the question, Simeon, Anna, they were waiting for Jesus, and they got it. So what are you waiting for? Hope you get it today. God bless you. Thank you.